Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Yeah, I'm Flint Dilly, and you're listening to uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I mean, it's really Knowing is Half the Battle, and I, I don't know why they put this pod. We didn't have podcasts in the 80s. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're doing with that. But anyway, they, that's what you're listening to. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe And welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast. Knowing is half the podcast. I'm trying to do them right now because Chan started beating me. No matter how many t- how no matter how low I turn your volume down, you still manage to peak out. I, I Chan, some would say I peaked a long time ago, so <laughs> I think no, that's wonderful. That. <laughs> oh dear. The it only is. argument is is what is the peak because it just looks like a flat line. It really, pretty much all the, the peak way. was a, a mild bump. <laughs> like, I thought that was I thought that was a sneeze. That was my mistake. <laughs> oh my goodness, it was a wart. <laughs> Who knew? Anyway, my name is Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Chan. I'm Gian Belito. And thank you, Gina. <laughs> you look you're like st- you're... Are you still looking for turtles? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good lord. Because the turtles go all. Do you want to tell that story really quick to our listeners at home? No. We... <sighs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of them probably know the expression, but I just I just looked it up. Like what the easy what the easy answer is. What does "turtles all the way down" mean? <laughs> and according to Wikipedia, it says "turtles all the way down" is a jocular expression of the infinite regress problem in cosmology posed by the unmoved mover paradox. So <laughs> yeah. easy explanation for you guys. Yep. So guys, look like that it. up when you get home. Lots of pictures. <laughs> um, but today, speaking of like uh, ancient plots, we're talking about primordial plot here on the show. Mm-hmm. We got dinosaurs on G.I. Joe is all I'm trying to say. I thought they were cute. They were adorbs. I was real mad that everyone was trying to kill them. Not, not very well, though. I don't think anyone was trying to kill them. They're just trying to not be killed. Yeah, but like, yeah, I guess that's true. But those those there were at some point they were being shocked and it was definitely hurting them. But the lasers were doing nothing to them whatsoever. I know, I know. They will but knock they, out the, a bazooka. But, but they didn't know that. They didn't like the soldiers didn't know true. that they were not. They did out, after the them. first one. Oh, that's not going to work. Yeah, but like if listen, if someone shot me and and this is the point where we find out that Gina is immortal and cannot be harmed, <laughs> I would still be pretty pissed that someone shot me. Yeah. Exactly. Probably. <laughs> that's the point. Is all they're doing is irritating the dinosaurs. Right. So you shouldn't feel bad because you just have a bunch of irritable dinosaurs. It's like the point in the yeah. Jason Voorhees Friday the thirteenth <laughs> movie. The first guy shoots him in front of everybody and he just keeps walking, nothing's happening. And then a half hour later, new guy shoots him. It's like you already know, dude. Mm. Like yeah. stop it. Stop it. There goes your head. I hope you're happy. 
with your choices in life. Yeah. In I, of, I often think of what I would do to get rid of Jason Voorhees, and I have decided dismembering and then burying the body parts various So places. you're going evil dead on him. Yeah, but also there's one, there's an, there's one, I think it was like number 10. I did a marathon once, guys, where they uncover his heart and then someone eats it. What? That's, no, that's number you? nine. Well, I because believe. he like gets possessed. That's number nine. Also, yeah. Horshack from uh, Welcome <laughs> Back Cotter is in it briefly. Yes, he is. Yep. <laughs> I was unaware that that gentleman was still alive. Uh, I I, I'm not sure if he is now, but at the time, well, that number nine if he or ten, Jason Voorhees' heart is gonna. He's not coming back. From he wasn't that. the one that ate it. He got killed by the guy that ate it, who was a medical examiner. Wait, so is he actually dead, or do you just mean he died in the movies? I'm very confused. I believe Horshack, he died in the movies. I believe Horshack died not that long ago, okay. like within a couple of years. Right. Anyway, Rest guys, we're talking about primordial plot here. <laughs> I feel like we should be talking about Welcome Back, Cotter. We'll, we'll do that one. Uh, Welcome Back podcast. Yeah. Ron, Ron Palillo, uh, date of death, August 14th, 2012. So there obviously the movie was made before that. Thank you. <laughs> So we open up with some dinosaur bones <laughs> Hold in, on. in Egypt. <laughs> Donald F. God Glutt. dang it. No, le- legit. Donald F. Glutt, I feel like that's the writer a, that's of the episode. Be a I don't want to talk name. about him. He made you know me what? mad. That's got to be a fake name. He has been... Uh, uh, IMDb is weird. Apparently, he made a whole bunch of amateur movies uh, when he was younger. Oh. So there's like 15 like movies, um, like Frankenstein meets Dracula back in 1957, and like... Uh, uh, Teenage Frankenstein, uh, The Human Torch, Captain Marvel. You know he uploaded all those of... to IMDb himself. Right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we're Dude, talking about That's like the, the only reason I have any credits on IMDb. <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, but no, I mean, but and then he started writing. He ended, uh, he's most famous for writing the novelization of The Empire Strikes Back. Oh. But he had also been writing uh, uh, screenplays for Evers and Evers, uh, you know, since that time. Yeah. Oh, um, good for him. So what he, happened here? Great idea. I didn't think this episode was as bad as you thought it was. What, what you, Second one in a row, I had a problem with, and you guys seem to be way okay with. Yeah, I think I we've established that we're the normal ones. Yeah, weird. And you're I'm crazy. not saying that it's way okay. Well, I'm it's, saying it's there's at a, least it's at least consistent with the rest of the show, and I would say yeah, it is. Slightly, it is that. I would say slightly better because it does. It's not as formulaic as some of the other ones. You're 100 percent correct. I just think some of the specific lines, and we'll get. I'll point them out when we get to them. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be asking. I have a lot of stars on my page for a lot of sound polls here, uh, Mr. Chance. So be ready for that. Uh, I, There's actually, a lot of lines in here that made me just want to throw things at my television. There are a lot every of, episode. No, just no, this one. No, no, no. Because no, <laughs> there's a lot of lines in here that I actually liked. Oh, that's probably the <laughs> point of pointing them out. So they, we're going to be remi- talking about the same lines. Chance. I guarantee it right now. <laughs> Ray hated them because they reminded him of Chance. Oh, that's probably true. <laughs> and oh, Chan no. loved them because they reminded him of himself. I like it. <laughs> so we open with bones and cranes. Now, I'm no archaeologist. I'm no paleontologist. But scooping the bones out with, with a crane and then just like dropping them on the ground next to the hole is not my understanding of how you deal with ancient artifacts. Yeah, I had a lot of issue with how the bones were treated because as soon as... <laughs> they uncover that what appears to be a stegosaurus skull yes here's the thing wild weasel flies in and just starts shooting doesn't care i was Hold like on. ancient bones dude yeah but as we all know if you pack sardines in oil they retain their flavor yes their juiciness their deliciousness to so these, the these same bones way, retain their flavor these bones it, that is essentially what they say what they said is that like oh yeah they were uh, uh, they were the oil kept them from being fossilized. Makes sense. So there's like DNA in the marrow or something like that. I don't know if they if they had discovered DNA back in 1984, but yeah, it was uh, it's. 
basically, it, yeah, it's basically Jurassic Park. Yeah, at this point, I wrote, Park. oh, this it is. is Jurassic Park. Science in quotation. And so I will, Jurassic Park, like Michael Crichton ripped his crap off from, from this episode, this of, episode G. I. Joe. of G.I. Joe. Because, guys at home, this episode came out in 1985, November of. Because mm. uh, I looked it up. 84. 85. Okay. Uh, November, I think, 11th or 12th of 1985. Mm-hmm. Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park came out in the year 1990. He wrote the book. Five the years book came later. out in 90? The yeah. book came out okay. in 1990. Yeah. I was, yeah. Obviously, the movie came out after the book did. They, that but, son of a bitch ripped off G.I. Joe. Yes, he did. I got to think that um, based on what we know of the G.I. Joe writers, uh, this was already in the zeitgeist somehow. Must be. There was probably a movie in the 70s that was like, yes, we'll uh, get Extract DNA out of dinosaur unit. bones and mm-hmm. uh, bring it back to life. And- to be fair, would it be? Would you guys feel flipped out if we found out Michael Crichton wrote like a season two episode of G.I. Joe? Would that even surprise us at this point? Like the way they get all the mm-hmm. sci-fi and the comic book writers and I stuff I feel like in? here's the thing. You can't like copyright a general idea. No. Mm-hmm. So I would I would be like, eh, okay, he probably saw it, knew that only little kids are seeing this episode, and then and then was like, I'm going to write a book. Well, to your point, yeah, the, these uh, these uh, paleontologists are really like they do not give a crap about what they're doing mm-hmm. there. I mean, these are like the laziest. I don't know if they're well, no, it looks not like, getting paid well or like the way they they sort of laid it out is there is one paleontologist and a bunch of like day laborers. Day laborers, yeah, like, exactly. Went by Home Depot and like, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. come help us dig bones out. <laughs> Except <laughs> apparently at the Home Depot in Egypt, they're all Australian day laborers. Also, one dude had a rice paddy hat. <laughs> yes, he oh my god, Lord Raiden was working that. there. <laughs> I was like, yes, he oh, was. No, we got a coolie in he there. He just keeps digging, digging up the bones by calling down the power of lightning. <laughs> Thunderbolt. <laughs> pick him up, guys. Just pick him up. Yeah. And so Wild Weasel comes over and yeah, Wild Weasel does not give a fuck. Also, though, I do like that they mention like uh, 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 corruption. They're just like, hey, you know, I thought we paid oh, everybody yeah. off. I was like, oh, that's like a surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, yeah, there is the, a lot like of the that government, in this episode. Which, but they just like t- they only touched on it, and then it's never talked about yeah. again. Like, oh, did so- we pay off all the proper government officials? Yeah, let's abandon yeah. that very serious no, plot point. That's just a, no. That's just a, like a, a little dollop of uh, uh, of like. <laughs> Reality and like a, a smart satirical mind in there. Just it's like pretty sophisticated for a kids show. Yeah, yeah I, I did notice that as well. Um, Wild Weasel comes in, he destroys all the bones. Yeah, <laughs> comes over, picks. I guess they're easier to pick up and shove in your cockpit of your plane if just they're busted. One. Yeah, because he only needs the DNA from them. He doesn't need yeah. to, to retain their shape. Yeah, he just and he gets the jawbone. But the attitude of the paleontologist in charge here is amazing because they're just like uh, uh, and, the, and the crew in general because the guy's like. Oh my gosh, you destroyed all these dinosaur bones. And the other dude says, ah, they'll make more. <laughs> Here's a legitimate question. Ah. Are there still people, places, digging for dinosaur bones? Yes. sure. Now, I'm nowadays? Sure. Yeah, all the time. In lots of different places. Yeah, like, because it's, yeah, okay. I would, I would think so. We have like not we found all the dinosaur bones. I feel like the last, like, cool dinosaur discovery was when they found that, that really big one. I think it was the Al- Allosaurus. Is that oh, the one at the Chicago? Uh, in, what's the one in the Chicago that has the entire Tyrannosaurus Rex or whatever bone structure? Oh, Chicago Science yeah, they Museum? found one that was like bigger than a T Rex, but I feel like this was like ten years ago. Oh, okay, that was like the last time they discovered a new dinosaur. They do keep on finding them, but I mean, basically, they're just more like variations on stuff that we kind of already know. And, yeah, you if know, there was an, not- if there was an all dinosaur bone channel, I would watch that. <laughs> If there was like, oh, Just this is what people we're digging. Yeah, like I would be like, if they were, and if they like kept a running tally on the side of the screen that was like, this was the last thing we found. It's probably to this guy, the Bone Network. <laughs> we want to get your bone off. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's one guy that's like, this is not what I was expecting. Still, but I'll still but gonna I'm, fat. But I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, th- yeah, they're still they're, they still find things, and basically, it's just nothing's uh, exciting enough for the media to be like, oh, yeah. And also, it takes them fucking forever. They got to dig the thing up and then do yeah. the research and then figure out like where it is, where it goes. And so you this know, is what still a thing that's funded. Like they get, still get oh, funding. Yeah. I would for hope this. so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is important stuff they're doing. I want more dinosaur updates, you guys. <laughs> be updated a, on dinosaur happening. Just Google alert that shit. You yeah, know, that's true. Uh, so yeah, surprisingly zen attitude from the crew who are just like, eh. Uh, I believe the uh, the precise quote was. Uh, sorry about the jawbone, governor. Sorry about the jawbone, governor. Yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty legit. Yeah, seems legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we find out that uh, we now go to the Massey Institute. Which the I Massey thought laboratory. Massey Laboratory, excuse me, I wrote it down wrong. Uh, uh, which I thought assumed was just like they didn't have enough space to write the entire word Massachusetts, <laughs> or they knew the Korean animators were going to spell it wrong anyway, so they just went Massey, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they justify it in a second way by having the guy, the scientist name, be Massey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, makes it easier bo- that, that way, pretty right? Baller, yeah. like. and, he, and he's apparently. Uh, did you guys think that this was? So he's he has an egg in front of him. That yes, claims it's a garter snake egg, and yep. it is the size of a freaking ostrich egg. <laughs> yeah. The size of my head, and it pops out. It's a teeny tiny little yeah, garter snake. I was like, I was how did like, that little motherfucker break they... open? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was just floating in the middle of the egg and just busted it open with sheer, sheer brain power. I was like, that is not a garter snake egg. To quote the internet, well, actually, Gina, <laughs> garter snake eggs are very large compared to... No, I'm not going to look... Don't look that up. <laughs> she's already gone. I'm, I'm she's already snake She's egg. already on the page for turtles, so she's just like, just nav away to <laughs> eggs. It's really one then... swipe right to get to eggs of yep. uh, garter snakes. So yeah, we have this egg and a Wait, garter snake. Do you snake. think that she is doing Tinder for reptiles? <laughs> you don't think she's doing Tinder for reptiles? Reptiles. Okay, here is a good indicator right. <laughs> of garter snake egg. There's like they ten are, of them. They are smaller in a, than in chicken a human eggs. Yeah. hand. Yep. They are they are quail eggs, basically, <laughs> roughly the size of. Uh, weirdly enough, not the size of my head, like I was previously led to believe by the episode Primordial Plot on GI Joe. Uh, how about the assistant to uh, Doctor Massey have the pimp cobra watch? Boom. How do you, I mean, like, oh. you're supposed to be undercover. I wrote right on his wrist, giant oh. cobra symbol. I wrote number nine. I know it's not number nine, but uh, yeah. like anytime a, a Crimson Guard gets his shit right, you know, actually does the job, uh, I'm yeah. like number nine. Here's, I had so many questions about this. <laughs> yes. Because so he's standing there and he's like clearly waiting to see if it worked before right. they kidnapped him. Correct. Yeah. And then as soon as it works, he rips his his normal clothes off to yes, reveal the Crimson Guardsman. And then yes. he's like, We're, we gotcha. And then like carries him out the window. Mm-hmm. And I just wrote down like, why didn't he wait till he took a bathroom break? You need him now. Like, why would you do this in front of all of these people when well, you could have just like waited an hour Gina, Gina, and gotten him on the way to the bathroom? If, if I may, Chan, please. Um, Gina, you're a writer. <laughs> do you write about the moment before the exciting thing happens and then omit the exciting thing? Or do you just go ahead and cut right to the exciting thing and uh, tell the story of why this is important now? Listen, in my mind, trips to the bathroom are exciting. <laughs> well, we have cats, so we know that's true. <laughs> uh, also, I will say further, uh, when you're a terrorist organization, <laughs> your primary job is creating terror. So if people Good feel point. like they could just like uh, in their normal day to day work, just be like walking down like I'm filing some reports. Oh, I'm being taken away by Cobra. That's 
uh, that's terror. That's Except their job. Then, then GI Joe knows about it. Like they, could, if they had planned properly, no one would even notice that this scientist was missing for like five days. Since when is Cobra not ostentatious? <laughs> they are trying to get their name out there. In I'm the just lights. saying. At this point, their plans have not been working for 41 episodes. <laughs> so maybe someone should have been like, "Hey, do you remember when we were going to have the helicopter?" come down and then break the window and that one guy was going to tear off his clothes and steal a scientist in front of like 80 people. Maybe let's just wait until he's asleep at home. But that makes headlines. Old man kidnapped while taking dump does not make front page news of the New York Times. <laughs> also, if I may, uh, a 12-year-old boy is not going to wait for someone to go take a crap. <laughs> Thank They're going to say, rip rip your shit off like fucking Superman. This is why and wait boys... For the copter to fly you away in a special net. This is why boys and grown men have impulse control issues. Because <laughs> they were never taught to play the slow game. <laughs> <laughs> well, we cut back to G.I. Joe headquarters. And amazingly, they already... Ha- we have some intelligence that tells us that they're recloning dinosaurs. And they're doing it on this place <laughs> in the South Pacific. And I'm just like... That is some intelligence network. Why didn't you guys stop 9-11? Like, <laughs> if you can pinpoint something that obscure, we have no excuses for anything. Yeah. Uh, hold on here. Ba-ba-ba. Flint and Scarlet episode, by the way. They're really switching up the partnerships. Yeah, weird. That's impossible. Cobra has an irritating habit of doing the impossible. I like that they point out the fact that this shit just doesn't happen. <laughs> and Cobra, I mean, say what you will about their organizational skills and or, uh, you know, their uh, uh, inability to do things quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, they do some amazing shit. Uh, Cobra yeah. gets shit done. Well, yeah. I think the lesson of all of G.I. Joe is is that everything comes down to... <laughs> Timing to what? Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything comes down to the fact Bessie that the like, interrupting cow. Like, <laughs> like Cobra is clearly much smarter than the Joes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, by far. Yeah. They are much smarter. They have greater resources, and their one failing is that they're basically they have impulse control problems and the infighting. Too smart for their own good. Yeah. So All like, of those but basically, like, if you could convert some of the really smart ones to good guys, you would. Pretty much solve all the world's problems. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, G.I. Yeah. Joe has one thing going for them. They're really good at blowing thing up. Yeah. So basically, all the world's problems come down to the fact that the smartest people are assholes. The smartest yeah. and richest people are assholes. Mm-hmm. Well, they're selfish and they want, they want the power for themselves. And, and bronze. Bron Bernie Sanders. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So dinosaur bones make dinosaurs like, you, like, you know. Chan, you're the science jerk uh, on the show. Um, when dinosaurs bone, they make more dinosaurs. <laughs> Thank you. There's, the, all, the All Bone Network. <laughs> there's In this episode, there are a lot of weird animation moments that happen, and the first of which happens yep. in this room, and that's Scarlet all of a sudden is like wearing like virtually no outfit whatsoever, and then cut to the long shot, uh, and then all of a sudden, yeah, she's wearing like no pants, what? and she's got like just a top on, and it's just as, as they enter the room from literally nowhere... They just are like it's like it's like it got cropped and here's still like the the, the background and then they just saying- appear from no doorway. They walk in and Scarlet's animation is fucked are sideways. Are you saying there's a naked Scarlet Easter egg she's in this episode? She's not naked, but she's very clearly not well <laughs> animated correct. It's like did- an 8-bit blocky version of Scarlet <laughs> walking in. It's weird. I didn't notice that, but I did notice later on uh there's some dinosaurs 
uh, that start coming through a doorway, and then uh, you cut, and they're just a fucking wall. They're just coming through a wall. They just <laughs> do it's not just, care. And the again, animation was just garbage. There are no animation mistakes in G.I. Joe. We've established this before. And so obviously Scarlet was going through an 8-bit phase at this point, but mm-hmm. she gets her poop together before the next scene. And yeah. dinosaurs have acquired the ability to phase through walls like Kitty Pride. <laughs> and, uh, la- and later on, uh, the G.I. Joes are running through the jungle, and then the jungle stops moving behind them as the Joes are still running. <laughs> Clearly they found the one treadmill. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Obviously. I, I feel Double like this treadmill. episode was one that was like put in when they realized they were one episode short. And, and they're like, oh shit, get us an episode in three hours. And it's probably, of all the ideas for episodes, the best one. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Imagine Park, if, ladies if, and gentlemen. If I saw this before I saw Jurassic Park, I'd be like, oh crap. Yeah. This is awesome. I, I mean, for real though, like, oh, we have to fart out an idea in three hours. How about just invent Jurassic Park? Like, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. And then waste it on this episode. I don't know. It's like, hey, guys, I just came up with this character. I just call him Hamlet. Whatever. No <laughs> guys, I have, a gr- I have a great idea for a show. <laughs> I'm into it. Or a web series. <laughs> yes. Which is, which is that people go back and redo every episode of G.I. Joe but fix all the animation and writing problems. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, but I'm not. But they I'm out. redo it almost exactly. Well, they did that, but it was with the PSAs. <laughs> and they <laughs> fixed all the issues. Um, we have a quick moment of exposition, and then we learn that not only have they, do they have the ability to invent dinosaurs, they also, just to justify it, quick growth. 24 hours, full-grown yep. dinosaur. Yep. Just... Rapid growth catalyst. <laughs> and we're going. Oh, we've already established that's a thing from the greenhouse effect episode with the fruits and vegetables. Sure. Yeah. So that's we already live in a world where that's possible. Sure. So you guys, not weird. Uh, oh, they should feed those giant fruits and vegetables to the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll get to that point in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, we have a new island. There's a new island Deep Six finds not on the map at all. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the most this is the most like white asshole colonial colonialist attitude ever when <laughs> Flint's when when someone says like, oh, it's it, it hasn't been mapped. And Flint says the entire Earth's been mapped. For serious. Like he can't his brain can't comprehend oh, maybe something exists that we don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also in a world of Cobra, they can invent an island. Why not? Also, does he legitimately think every single island has been mapped? That's crazy. Uh, well, I mean, we have the satellite technology for f- pretty much everything. Everything has now been we mapped. do like a like you would you would see any island that is you know in the ocean. Well, somebody yeah. would have noticed it before he. Did. Yeah, like but, they may yeah. not have like you know like know exactly what plants are growing on every island, but they know that there's a fucking like five mile wide island out there in the yeah but i feel like i feel like it's definitely been established in this world that gi that the cobra guys have some sort have some crazy cloaking systems sure so just yes. the fact that flint to me like nah that island's not there it's very much that moment from that no. moment from star wars where she he go where he says to her uh uh the 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 the, the archivist at the jedi academy says if it's not on the map it doesn't exist well, no, he's not saying that. He is saying it's not on the map. You found the Cobra base. Yeah. Good job, Deep Six. Now, do you have a poll for me of Cobra Commander? I just have here he stretches a metaphor, a metaphor maybe a little bit too far, uh, which almost guarantees is one of the lines you loved. It kind of was. <laughs> it kind of This planet was once ruled by reptiles. Soon it will be again. This time by reptiles known as Cobra. 
Okay, come yes. on, Chan. Come He's on. Right. He is right. That he, is a great line. That yeah. is the flimsiest metaphor I've ever heard. What? No. That is no, I, it's exactly I, like last episode when it, you know, like, do you worship uh uh yes. like snakes? I'm, yes, it's we do. on our fucking it's on all our outfits. I, I think that this is solid logic. You think yeah. so? Also, it's kind of terrifying. Like if you're like, yeah, remember that remember that period in history where reptiles roamed the earth? No, I don't, because leaders? humans and reptiles, despite what some will uh, tell you, did not live together. I have seen pictures pictures picture evidence of humans riding dinosaurs. I've seen pictures of Barbara Bach. <laughs> I've seen pictures of 80s rockers <laughs> on the backs of dinosaurs. You guys, I take it all back. It's clearly... I've seen the Flintstones, that historical documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I bought a bird just so I could have a record player like a hipster. Uh, yeah, and so Cobra Commander and Destro decide... They're like, okay, uh, get to pulling the DNA out of these bones. We'll watch. So I just picture them for like eight straight hours standing behind the scientist as he just like scrapes the bones away. <laughs> Items we picked up, namely these dinosaur bones and one slightly used scientific genius in, in a, a disposable, disposable container. container. I also okay, love that line that. was awesome. I that also was, that line that. was awesome. I take it all back. I jumped too far <laughs> ahead. Uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, uh, that's wonderful. I give him full credit uh, for that. <laughs> um, I guess like we we in the alternate universe, I kind of had this theory, and when, when when worlds uh, end, uh, part one and two, uh, that the the cobras get bored after they defeat the entire world, and they just have nothing to do at that point because they don't mm-hmm. have machinations, they don't have schemes to be a part of. Mm-hmm. So Zartan just sits around pretending to be a small town cop. I guess he does that in the Flint's vacation episode. Too, what if but... like what if it was like the the they take over the world in one of these episodes and we see like six months later and like, and Zartan's just like, finally time to read all my books. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my glasses are broken. (laughs) But I guess now I'm wondering, like maybe they just don't have a lot of stuff to do normally (laughs) because they're just sitting there watching him scrape bones for an excessive period of time. I bet, I bet all of this horror would be uh, avoided if they would just spring for a Netflix account guys it's 10 bucks between us i know they raised their prices obviously what this world needs is the bone network <laughs> because they're fascinated they're like yeah rub it rub oh, it harder yeah. so a fight happens uh, at the island flint crashes his plane into the water Ugh. and scarlet scarlet and gung-ho go looking for him in the way that gi joes go looking for their fallen comrades basically not at all they never care <laughs> they never care they, oh we're so crying tears he's gone he's gone i guess he's gone oh well, move on. <laughs> oh, they, well. Are, they are so good at compartmentalizing that i almost feel like they're part of a government experiment to like dampen feelings <laughs> because in every single episode and the thing is like they have seen their significant others die yes like flint has seen lady J die and then he's like all right well let's continue on <laughs> but well, flint I mean, was just under the water <laughs> this is why we have flint <laughs> and scarlet because if it were Lady J, she'd be like, I'm going in there. Yes, she would. Fight. <laughs> also, she may also have noticed that, oh, the ship is largely intact and the uh, uh, cockpit has been blown outwards. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got the fuck out. No, they cut They cut back to a moment later when when uh, when Scarlet's like, no, no, he's gone. We need to carry on. And he's like, all right, I'm here. And she just starts drowning him. And he's like, he's gone. <laughs> on this day, we will remember the life of one Flint. Flint is like, no, no, I'm not dead yet. No, he's He's dead. I've already processed it. I've gone through all the stages of but, grief. You can't come back now. 
It's, it's just me and Gung Ho continuing on. Goodbye. What is wrong, can I ask, with Scarlet in this episode? I think she's written to be sassy, but all she is is like negative. <laughs> like the whole time she's just saying like, well, this isn't going to work. Well, this sucks. No, you can't stop and eat food. Ugh, ugh, I got to uh. be honest. I didn't notice a difference in her. <laughs> <laughs> she normally seems a little sassy. Here it's like, what if we just make her a hater? This is like, this is what guys think sassy women are like. They're like, uh, do you mean bitch? Because I only know friendly or bitch mode when it comes to women. And then they're like, yeah, sure, I guess bitch. We don't want to make her friendly, so make her bitch. Well, I'll tell you in this episode, Scarlet, not friendly. <laughs> That's all I will say to that point. Uh, and then I have written here, here come dinosaurs. And then I have, stop, stop lasering the dinosaurs. <laughs> We have I now really invented mad. I was really mad. Yeah. I like that they just come out of so the shame, oversized yeah. eggs, just like the, walking out, like going on to Noah's Ark. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. The Crimson Guardsmen, like immediately at some point, they're they're like, oh, are the Crimson Guardsmen stupid? Or like, Wait, right? No, back the Whoa, fuck up. What are we missing here, people? <laughs> Jesus Christ! First off, we got to deal with the fucking food issue, <laughs> which okay. they bring up. Like, incessantly like, like seven <laughs> times i get it that that's sort of like the, the I, overarching no, idea i don't get like the dinosaurs are hungry and they're sort of setting up like that gunko is also hungry but they drive that motherfucker into the ground i'll tell you why gi joe probably had a new commercial sponsor that weekend it was like for fruit snacks or oh, something no, for like gi joe food packets oh <laughs> gi joe cereal which was yeah. totally a gi joe action yeah stars. because if you think about it so this was on after school or saturday mornings when was it on it was on a Monday through Friday after school. Okay, so like that's like when kids are like they come home from school, your mom makes you a snack and sits you in front of the TV. I was a latchkey kid, so that was not an Ugh, option. Boom, God. latchkey kid. Way to have a mother, Gina. Ugh, ugh, you guys are the worst. <laughs> Ki- oh, so you're sa- neglected kids are the worst. I never knew the sweet taste of pizza <laughs> snacks. <laughs> so anyway, remember when you would go home and your mom taught at the same school as you did, so she would drive you home every day and make you like a really good, good snack, and then you'd talk Keep to going you about with your, your fantasy, day. Gina. That's fine. Ask you how your day was, if anything interesting happened at school, and then you would watch your cartoons, <laughs> and then all your whole family would sit around the table and eat dinner together, and your mom would make you drink milk first because you can't have soda until you drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Norman Rockwell's Life of Ippolito. We're here uh, with Gina telling her stories on NPR. Okay, now so we've oh, got yes. the, we've got the food thing, and he's talking about the meal packets and blah blah blah. There's actually a line that it, it uh, better be the line that I'm, I'm hoping for. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, let me see. What are you complaining about, Gun Ho? I thought this place would remind you of home. It does. Now you know why I left. Strong. Strong. I like that. Uh, yeah, go I for like the it. line right before that, though. The line that really made me, like, literally, I kind of sat up and went, what? Yeah, was it where, is it where Gun Ho Oh, yes, he talks says. about his urges. Yeah, I oh. was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Right before <laughs> okay. that. I assume yeah. that's where you were. All right, but well, I've got some primal urges to satisfy. Whoa! And then he, whore, and then he raped Scarlet for several yeah, yeah. hours. Oh, no. no, he raped Flint. He, he, <laughs> he immediately follows it up with food and shelter. I but better, all better... of us, all of us were like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I better clarify that earlier statement. <laughs> it, immediately. <laughs> Scarlet just turns around and shoots him in the stomach. He's yeah. like, I meant food and shelter. She's like, I'm not taking any chance. We're in the middle of a jungle. I, I assumed know. he was going to fuck a dinosaur. <laughs> That's what I, was like. I, thought was, I, I actually thought he was going to like go behind a tree and rub one out real fast. <laughs> I mean, it would have made sense. <laughs> Do that before the mission, gung-ho. God damn. <laughs> We've talked about this. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, that was a whole lot of amazing happening right there. <laughs> we, we cut to Cobra Commander and Destro. Just, I mean, we, the tank. We've established this before. They fight like they've been an old married couple with uh-huh. the lockhorns yeah. for like 50 years, yep, yep. right? Like I like to think of them as the ropers. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, one of them really wants uh, sex, or in this case, world domination, and the other one's just trying to get through the day, man. <laughs> just trying to... I will. I will meet your needs for world domination, <laughs> and after that, I think you're you're just wrong in all things. Sadly, I want to rule Asia. Uh, Do I get my face on the Mount Rushmore too when we take over the world? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Like. There is just some weird dialogue in this episode, though. Like, I go back. I even wrote it down here again. So far, we've only established that it's been awesome. I yeah, mean, no. Yeah. There have been, like, the one line here of, I'm not Irish, and that's not kosher. Can oh, we hear that okay. real quick? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Thank okay, you. Here. Thank you. Uh, I, I, thought I gave it a little giggle. Hold on. If that isn't the luck of the Irish. Yeah, but I'm not Irish. Funny. And that place definitely is not kosher. I uh, do not get that at my, all. My notes. I think it all was caps, funny. What? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's you, Gina explained this thing. Yeah, yeah. I did it, not so. understand this. It's because, like it's be, it's like he he either a is too stupid to like know what Irish is, or <laughs> or more likely he's like making a joke. Like he's about what a non sequitur joke <laughs> that doesn't apply here. No, it what applies. What does Jewish rabbinical law have to do with the Irish? <laughs> Are we expecting not- um, uh, 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 guys to be praying over the temple? Listen, there's there's a Again, there are several possibilities here. Gung Ho might be Jewish. So, so she's oh, we've saying, seen his family. They're Catholic. Here's the thing. Stop she, that she, right she, now. She's saying it's the luck of the Irish. And he's right. saying, well, I'm not Irish. Uh-huh. And then he's saying, I am Jewish, but that ain't kosher. Like he left out the part where he said, I'm Jewish. He's from the Louisiana sure. swamps in a family right, of 110. Just, he's not Jewish. Possibility. That was just one possibility. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other possibility is he was he was just making a joke of like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's not Irish and, and that ain't kosher. But jokes make sense on some level. <laughs> it made sense to me. You know what then? Sold. <laughs> um, yeah, they find the castle. In the, and I like the fact that Flint has one leaf branch that he cuts down revealing entire castle. <laughs> Thank God he chose to cut that one branch. We're lost. We should just give up. I'll just do one more branch. Uh, oh. oh, there it is. And it's huge. And it's the middle of the island, and there's a big clearing, and it's on a mountain. Like, how do they not see this up to this point? We were that close to them, just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just Can't die here. It. I'm just going to lie down die and wait for, wait for the insects to consume me. Yeah. Uh, did you guys notice the next scene? Because this is a lot of short scenes that happen back and forth. Mm. Uh, Cobra Commander calls the Crimson Twins... Destro singular? What? Uh, Did you guys No, I, I think he was refer. He was talking to Destro, but the twins are the ones that answered him. But the twins were the only ones in the room with him. To my knowledge, in the wide shot, Destro was not there. Can we, oh, can we pull I that line I did notice that. I thought, yeah. I thought they were just answering for Destro. It's weird. Your crimson guardsmen are either incredibly brave or incredibly stupid, Destro. Okay. Okay, but I'm confused here because the Crimson Guardsmen belong to the Crimson Twins, not Destro. Right. And it's just, so I would like to announce right now, again, no mistakes happen on G.I. Joe. I uh, think this is early CTE with uh, Cobra Commander. He's taken one too many, uh, sh- one too many concussions. I, one thought, too many shots I thought he to the was head. talking to Destro, but then they answered. I did have, it did give me pause for a moment, but I was more concerned with the fact that, that the Crimson Guardsmen were shocking dinosaurs for fun, <laughs> which in my book makes them all serial killers. Which, yeah, and the Crimson Guardsmen do repeat there. They say, uh, oh, they just have an unusual sense of fun. Yeah, their sense of fun is 
torturing animals that have been extinct for a long time. I'll be honest. If I had a if I had a shock prod and there was a giant dinosaur near me, oh, I don't know. You're a serial killer. I don't know. Right? Uh, how, I, I might see what happens. I how, don't know. How else are they supposed to get the dinosaurs from one place to another? You ask They're them nicely. Well, enormous. Obviously, there was another option. If 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 Cobra Commander was like, yeah, that's weird that they're doing that. Right? Isn't that weird? Well, no, he <laughs> says they're incredibly brave or incredibly stupid. Like, they're down uh, there in the pit with the Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's a little shocking. Listen, them. I would have gone down there and been like, come here, come here, dinosaurs. And then they would have followed me and I would have given them some kibble. Hey, Gina, uh, when you tried to do that to my cat, what is his response? <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, I have never been slashed. He has tried. So that, to me, indicates he is not trying that hard. He just wants to keep up appearances. <laughs> Well, to my to my concussion brain injury thing with Cobra Commander, they do invent a brain disc. I'm wondering if uh-huh. maybe he's like trying to get ahead of it in some way, like what the NFL should have been doing like 30 years ago. Here's my question about this. The cybernetic control disc. About all of it. Sure. <laughs> yes. I, I, like, I realize that we don't know what dinosaurs sounded like. Mm-hmm. And this was pre-Jurassic Park, so I'm not sure what the what like the consensus was well, of what dinosaurs sound like. We did have Land of the Lost before this. Yeah. And we also had Godzilla. Right, sure. but I was going to say, so at some point they're snarling, and then at some point they're clearly Godzilla noises. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that is what they think the, the dinosaurs sound like. At some yeah. point they're like... Yeah. And it sounds like horror movie monsters. Uh, we've, not- been, we, we've had a dinosaur, a, a cartoon dinosaurs for, for decades. I would counterpoint you right there, Gina. Because we have this episode, we do know what dinosaurs <laughs> sound like mm-hmm. and the answer is snarling crackling noises the science and is down here Gina. Yeah. <laughs> science is in uh, so of course then we get back to the feeding them aspect the mm-hmm. scientist the dr massey says you must feed them and cobra commander says i do plan to feed them <laughs> implying he's going to feed the joes to them right yeah. like two-thirds of the dinosaurs he created are vegetarians I mean, You've got Allosaurus, Stegosaurus. Yeah, they they would. There's an Ankylosaurus. Tri there. Triceratops. And Allosaurus is a carnivore. The the little yeah. tiny one. What's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, uh the Apatosaurus, the one yeah. with the big mace tail at the oh, end. That's oh, that's an, an Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus. ankylosaurus mm-hmm. Thank you. See, we're learning, guys. We're learning. No, we no, you're learning. <laughs> we already, we already know. know. It's a royal we. <laughs> <laughs> the Ankylosaurus is the one that fights Gung Ho because I put Gung Ho versus an Allosaurus who sounds like Godzilla. That's it. Because yep. that's when that fight scene was when I was like, why is he making Godzilla noises? Yeah, and Gung Ho just keeps shooting him despite the fact it never works. Yeah. Again, Gung Ho after the third shot, throw the rifle, hit him with the rifle. You're doing better off than just doing the get hit by dinosaur, dodge dinosaur, shoot dinosaur, I get hit the, again. I thought the little one was super cute. Much like Newman in Jurassic Park thinks that right right before oh, no. he gets spit on and torn apart, he's like, oh, you're so cute. Like, I was like, oh, he's so cute. And then when he jumped on Flint, I also thought that was cute. Um, that was adorable, except when he, you know, murdered him. No, basically. he didn't want to murder him. He just wanted a cool new backpack. I will say. It's back to school for the dinosaurs. <laughs> And he was like, all the cool kids are going to have backpacks. Now I'm going to have a military-grade backpack. They're going to think I'm the shit. But then, he, then like a normal kid, breaks it in the first five <laughs> seconds. And he goes for the food, which, um, I mean, it's military rations. So you think, uh, you know, like the tiny little, uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call them? MREs. MREs. Uh, nope. 
big old it's slabs a piece of, of spam. <laughs> Enormous fucking slabs um, of meat. We got a slightly ahead because there are two important things that happened oh. in the scene before. Mm. First off, I'm really angry at Destro about this pun. You will have to use the dinosaur's instincts. Perhaps that will help us understand why they became extinct. <laughs> Oh, Destro, god damn you. God damn you. The the problem isn't in the joke structure. The problem is in where he puts the The inflection. The delivery. Yep, that's why I missed it. I didn't even realize it until... Because he puts the inflection on the wrong words. Here's how you do that joke. You go... Uh, um, We're going to have to rely on the dinosaurs to use their instincts. Perhaps that will help us figure out why they went extinct. Yep. But he he hits the they. He hits the that. You Perhaps know what? that will help us figure this out. This is how almost they certainly an episode where they recorded at different times. They yeah. weren't in the room because uh, he didn't pick up that that's mm-hmm. what the line was. Shame on Destro. He, needed, I'm to hit, to he needed to hit the X. No, here's the thing that joke would have worked if he had the correct inflection. I don't think it would have worked even then. Perhaps that will help us figure out how they went extinct. <laughs> and he's so proud of himself. Over I there. would be no, proud of that. Not. If someone no, said that and I no. said it with the... I, I would have been proud. If I said that joke here, you guys would be mad at me. And as a result, I am mad at Destro you, for making You, sir, the same are no joke. Destro. And I, I mean, can't fight that. It depends on how you how you inflect it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is I'm also the, the scene where I wrote in all caps... Donuts. Donuts. Because that was fantastic. Yeah. The scene where the Crimson Guardsmen, we find out, are union. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved this. I loved this. And this is the Guardsmen from the first scene, too, if you guys noticed How could you say that this episode had more... Like poorly worded because this was one of the because the parts. jokes like that extinct thing happened. That was it. one we've had like five. <laughs> yeah, we've had funny, like five that were good. But that's my whole issue is there's it's just a it's like a shotgun of terrible puns and terrible one liners and very few of them to me actually hit. You just literally b- said the pitch line for GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Um, and then Destro, of course, a union breaker. He's like the Paul Ryan of I'm curious, are they actually Cobra. union? Because I will say, I would expect the Crimson Twins to have union workers. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. They, are, they, are like, they, are, they are like one percenters who would be like, all right, we got uh, to dot our I's and cross our T's. Let's make sure they're union. Let's make they sure they got this. benefits. So does this mean that, like, much like Venture Brothers, there's a guild of calamitous intent here? Because what court is going to get the evil henchman hearing yeah, yeah, on yeah, the unfair? Definitely. No, I think, I think again, knowing, knowing <laughs> how smart the Crimson Twins are, I actually think that they probably, they probably Categorize them as something like they're probably like consultants, service workers. But we've also yeah. seen many of them get killed, so the safety regulations must be insane. That's when you go back through the paperwork and make it seem like they never existed. Here's the thing: uh, you, like, you erase them from existence. Like, let's go down the list of like the most dangerous jobs in America, like uh, 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 sanitation workers, like uh, trash collectors. They are that's uh, dangerous, dude. They're actually like six times more likely to die than a police officer. What? Yeah. From from from, from what? hazardous material? All Lung sorts problems? of I don't know what specifically. I mean, I imagine there's probably also a lot of falling in depression? the depression. Uh, depression. Depression. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, this is on the job uh, uh, death. So you know, I don't know. Like maybe getting on the job depression. In, uh, in, yeah. Or, or raccoons? Is it raccoons? Is, if it's not raccoons, I'm out. <laughs> um, that's insane to me. Um, so, okay, here we go. Here's the baby T-Rex scene. It jumps on Flint. I love him. Wants the food. Uh, and then, uh, can we please pull the gung-ho line for me? I think 
he's supposed to be some sort of raptor, by the way. I don't think he's a T-Rex. I think he's a I raptor. I wrote Velociraptor. Yeah. Velociraptor. Yeah. He looks like a baby T-Rex to me. That's what I Which got. Which is what a Velociraptor is, yeah, looks like. Yeah, that's what they look like. Well, then we're both right. <laughs> Can we please pull Gung-Ho's line, though? Because this goes back to his earlier line that struck me as odd. Looks like I'm not the only one with primal urges. Like, is that T-Rex trying to fuck Flint? <laughs> <laughs> yes. There are other primal urges besides <laughs> fucking food. No, is. not the primal one. This is why I first wrote it. Are you telling me that if you haven't eaten in two days, your first thought is like, man, I really got to get my knob shine. Yeah. You see like a fucking turkey in front of you. Then you fuck that turkey. And then you eat the turkey after you fuck it. Chan, look at me. I can't go two minutes without needing to eat. This is what I'm saying. I feel like that's a more primal urge for you. Oh, oh, and and here's my science jerk question for you, Chan. I have a lot of science questions about this episode. Scarlet S says... Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I wrote this down, too. I wrote this down, too. Given their choice, animals always go for real food. Humans taste terrible. Is she's that talking about, a, nope. first of all, not even a little bit. First of all, she's talking about dinosaurs, and I wrote yep. down how does she know does what she dinosaurs know? want? She does say animals, so she may she be does, thinking. But I of think like, right before that, she says like, "Oh, the dinosaurs are like aren't going <laughs> to eat us. They're going to." And then she justifies it by saying animals will. They prefer go for real it. food, you know, like meat, <laughs> like MREs. <laughs> yeah, they prefer they they prefer real food with sodium and nitrates in it as like, opposed to like hunks of whatever the fuck that is of gray Why matter. Why are you carrying those huge hunks of meat? Jesus it's Christ! So, uh, like literally. <laughs> They probably add like eight pounds to their pack. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I just is that so is that a thing in the animal kingdom, Chan? Is that something we can look forward to as humans? I have a I lot of do I have a not lot of recommend going out on the safari and just carrying a little packet of meat and saying like, No, it's fine, they won't attack me. They would rather have this can of spam. <laughs> That's why if you like, They will eat the spam and then eat you. That's why shark that tanks order. don't exist. Uh, it's because humans go in the water with hot dogs, <laughs> throw the hot dogs, and the sharks prefer the hot dogs to the to the humans. I had a lot of I had several in a row where it's how does this person know this? And the next thing coming up is when so Cobra Commander gives the dinosaurs the orders mm-hmm. and says attack the Joes. Yes, right. That's his order. Yep. <laughs> yes. And I wrote, how do the dinosaurs, dinosaurs know, know which ones the Joes are? are? How does Scarlet know what dinosaurs eat? How do dinosaurs know which ones the Joes are? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you enjoy for this fight scene, like the the Monty Python and the Holy Grail moment of I sort of got ten minutes of Crimson Guardsmen running at the Joes, <laughs> and then Scarlet pulls out one arrow and just destroys them all. I was going, <laughs> I was going to. It's uh, so good to play the amount of time <laughs> that they were running. Can we do that, like, Chad? No, that's going to be like, it's like a minute and a half. We're going to add, we're gonna add an refuse. hour to the episode. <laughs> They're running for so long, and it's the same animation of yeah, them running. It was so it's weird. It's the same spot. <laughs> I just pictured Sir Lancelot running towards the castle <laughs> or, at various intervals. Or like Yakety Sax music. <laughs> like every, time, every time it cuts back to them, it's just... Guys, if I have any editor friends out there if you could please take the footage of the crimson guardsman running and put yakety sacks under it we will love you forever my notes just say run 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 run
And then it's like, and then it just keeps cutting back to the Joes just looking at him. Yeah. Like, there, there they watching. are. What are now, we going to do? Now, we have our guns out pointing at him. What are we going to do? One arrow. Boop. Now, <laughs> now I want two different versions of the edit. One where they're, every time it cuts back, it's playing yakety sax. And one where every time it cuts back, it's the audio sound of Chan going run, 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 You know what? I didn't think I wanted it, but now I do. Um, and so G.I. Joe defeats them, reaches into their packs, and what do they find? And I, this is, again, like maybe too clever for my own good. They find Dino Might. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that was not a thing. For the dinosaurs, they find the Dino Might. And you thought this episode had terrible puns in it. <laughs> I, I didn't write. Do you think JJ Walker was in this? <laughs> I, I just think it's funny the way they defeat the dinosaurs is with dino might. Good emphasis. Yeah, my pun doesn't work, but Destro <laughs> fucks up, and you guys think he's a genius. Whatever, guys. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Gung Ho. Um, we learn he 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 goes into the base, tries to fight Cobra Commander, and then realizes like there's fifty Cobras right. pointing guns at him. I admire yeah. him. I as my I admire his Moxie. Well, his response to getting caught's like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the exact quote. Uh... Gun ho. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe he is experiencing some of those primal urges. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But his timing is finally oh, impeccable. It is perfect. Thank God everyone in G.I. Joe, as we've established many times, can hear everything else that everybody's doing. This is my third mm-hmm. how does he know, <laughs> which is how does he know to set up that... that- I mean, it is the plan. Like, the plan was go up there and distract them. Yeah, but how great would it have been if there had just been a long pause and Cobra Commander would have been like, should we should we keep waiting? I don't or? know. What? I don't know. Ki- we're just going to kill you. Like we were, <laughs> it sounded wanna, like we were waiting for something, but mm, no. should we? I, what, do, what, do you want us to take a quick I'm dive? Sw- or? Hold on. I'm going to smoke the cigarette <laughs> real quick. Uh. And then Gungo just repeats it again. <laughs> Just great timing all around is all I'm saying. And uh, the, the, the weird line read of, of, of there is food up here. <laughs> there is food up here. What do I do? So, and it was Major Blood. That's Major Blood doing the voice oh, the of, old that, of the old man doctor. Oh, that's absolutely Major. I don't I, know the actor's name, but that's Major Blood 100%. I like the fact that, so like the dinosaurs somehow are like, uh, no human language and what it means. They do. And then they're like, guys, there's food up there. And then they run up, and they want like a fancy sit down meal. <laughs> like they like this is like this is like them discussing beforehand. And they're like, "Hey, what do you guys feel like?" I I just feel like we were just born. We should we should treat ourselves. We deserve this, guys. First salads. <laughs> yeah, and to my point, then we move on to the entree. These are all vegetarian <laughs> dinosaurs, and they go straight to the salad bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, no, the, the whole the whole gimmick of this is Flint explodes the thing to bring the castle down. Mm-hmm. Yep. The castle doesn't change positioning whatsoever. No, the He's, dinosaurs still have to rush up. They still walk up an entire <laughs> hill to, I guess, a hole that may or may not exist as they warp through time in the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird all the way around. I don't. And so the GI Joe plan, of course, let's just jump out the window. Ninety stories to hey, our. Can dad. we talk about for a moment the physics? Of Destro's wrist rockets. Oh yes, please. Uh, yeah, I was attached, really wondering. Attached to his forearms there, uh, so strong enough to carry him. At, and he's and, a large man. And sure, yeah, 
And then he gets uh, the Crimson Twins on his back, strong enough, uh, or on his legs, strong enough to carry all of them and fly them mm-hmm. out uh, without ripping his, his arms, arms out. out That's what I was thinking. You know, strong enough for a Destro. And also, like, also for the Crimson like Twins. fast enough that there's no, they're not like hanging on and hanging down. No. They're like going straight out behind yep. him. They're supermanning mm-hmm. it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do it. Uh, here's the deal. Seems legit to me. I, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, everybody's fine. Cobra Commander just, they just, oh, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fine. Sure. That's fine. And then uh, uh, they decided to just form Jurassic Park. Yeah, there is. And because uh, throughout this episode, I was thinking, I will be real bummed if they, if at the end they just like kill all these dinosaurs. Well, they but, can't, right? But I was thinking like, but I guess they have to because you can't just let that, like, you don't know what that's going to do to the ecosystem. And at the end, there is an island with dinosaurs on it and everyone is cool with it. I feel like this is an island and I, I, I I feel like 50-50 going forward, there's a callback to Dinosaur Island. Do they go there, back to Dinosaur it, Island at some point? There better be. No, I think so. I feel like this is, this is in like Jurassic Park 2 when they're like, oh, crap, that's right. We had that original test island that still has all the dinosaurs on it and some of them can fly, so it was probably a bad idea. Yeah. Like, it's well, like an afterthought. Like, I feel like Flint's going to go back and he's going to tell whoever he reports to, like, okay, so this is what happened. And his superior officer... The president, the ruler of the world, whoever it is, is going to be like, "Oh, great! So, what did you, what did you do with the dinosaurs?" And he's going to be like, uh, "Pardon? <laughs> yeah. You're going to, uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, they they were eating salads, so <laughs> you know, we, we took care of it. What what is, what is stopping Cobra, who knows where this island is, from going back, and from going back, and just corralling all the dinosaurs again? Yeah. I was wondering that, like." Cool, man. And then two weeks later, the Cobra Guards team are, shows up and then yeah. cattle prods them all into a jet and they still have dinosaurs. But also, there's, there was a more horrifying thought which occurred Uh-oh. to me, which, which was, is there food on this island or are they going to go back in a week and you're just going to see emaciated, sick dinosaurs well, like as, when you raid White Trash House as we learned, 80 dogs? There is food. Up here. I mean, that was just salads. That's only going to last so long. The whole island is a jungle. There's shit to eat for dinosaurs who even know. try to I look. I don't know. Is there? I don't know. I Do you think- know what dinosaurs eat? What are you just like? Oh, tree, right? Dinosaurs eat trees. If they eat prepackaged salad, <laughs> they'll eat goddamn jungle trees. I feel like I am choosing to believe that now G.I. Joe, for the rest of existence, has to do a palette drop like in Lost. Over this island three times a week of uh, food. Well, Gina, I have to ask you the question. Nope. <laughs> was the, are, didn't you assume there was some of these dinosaurs are going to join G.I. Joe? Yeah, I And wish. we have a dino rider going forward or like, something? And then we have the plot to that uh, Whoopi Goldberg uh, dinosaur movie. Oh, uh, uh, Theodore Rex? Theodore Rex. Oh, classic cinema. Made one of the first made for of uh, direct to video yeah. movies. I, f- I feel like that's that's the plot of Theodore Rex. When when, <laughs> when one dinosaur joins the Joes, he, he has, he's paired with Whoopi Goldberg. He has to use his walnut sized brain to figure out who murdered his best friend. <laughs> Guys, I want this now. <laughs> uh, so then, at the end of the episode, happens, and then Flint gets really, really like mean. He's pissed <laughs> off. Do, can we, can we sound drop me for? Yeah. yeah. Investors can suck eggs as far as I'm concerned. Holy crap, Flint, he's pissed. That definitely is a... That is... Him saying "fuck you." Yes. Also, also, what's we haven't established that the investors are bad guys. They're people that funded cloning. 
Yes, they did. Like, that's all it is. But not dinosaur cloning. Yeah, just garter snake cloning. We just needed more garter snakes in the world. Let's not get crazy about it. <laughs> yeah, why does he hate them so much? <laughs> well, he, I think... He hates scientific prog... Oh, is he like a pro-lifer? He, he's Dude, he's this, a Rifkinite, yeah. This is definitely a... a a Duke episode that they slotted Flint into for some reason. <laughs> that, that feels like a Duke, Duke line. line. Yeah. 100% I thought that. That's a Duke line. They're rubbing off on each other. People are forgetting who's who. <laughs> Gung Ho's apparently rubbing off on everybody, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, everybody. He's like, so, <laughs> he's like, do I have time to rub one out behind a tree before we go? Uh, no, he needs he needs to uh, go over and share the food with the dinosaurs for some reason. Yeah, he's like, I, move over, dinosaurs. I'm going to eat this giant brick of food. <laughs> yeah, that was weird because then the shot is the uh, Tyrannosaurus turning around and going, Brah! Yeah, yeah. Wait, does that mean that he's he letting under- him eat? He understood. Or is he going to well, swallow He didn't, he didn't have the disc. If he had the disc uh, to tell him, let me eat, they would be like, right, I on. hope that the next episode... It, and it's it's an ongoing thing, but it's never addressed that Gung Ho, for some reason, is just getting sicker and sicker. And you realize, like, it, like a week down the line <laughs> that he has, he has some disease, some oh, God. primordial disease that he got from sharing meat with a, with dinosaur. a dinosaur. And no one ever, like, at some point, people are like, what's wrong with Gung Ho? And you just he just slowly gets thinner throughout the Unforeseen series. Unforeseen consequences of sharing your food with dinosaurs. <laughs> because that's a real thing. You can't just recreate things that existed. Apparently you can, Gina. I've seen Jurassic World. <laughs> and that movie made all the sense. That's what she, like, remember when in Jurassic Park when she's digging through the poop and she's just like, listen, we don't know what was around Don't I? There. I wake up every morning to that scene. <laughs> <laughs> getting weird, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we uh, wrap Gina, this up now? Did we pass the Bechtel right. test today? We did not. Wait a minute. Oh, no. Wait. Wait a minute. What? Wait. Isn't it established in Jurassic Park that all of the dinosaurs are female? Uh, No. It's established that they can change their sex if they need to breed. The problem with this, Chan, is that literally the dinosaur only wanted to talk about his, the man in their lives. <laughs> I think So it, we didn't pass on that alone. <laughs> but also, at no point does Scarlet actually give any orders to the dinosaurs. Oh, okay. I just meant the dinosaurs talking to each other. Oh, got it. Got it. Do I don't they know talk they, to each other a lot of these episodes? I feel like they directly talk to each other. They sort of make noises. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they directly talk uh, to each other. Just because you don't speak dinosaur doesn't mean it's not a language. <laughs> Do yes. you not like you're like you're like those people who are like ah Rihanna's just talking gibberish in songs like man that is that is a patois it is a legitimate language slow your fucking roll white yes, man yes I'm sorest or like when uh, Daenerys was speaking Dothraki oh that was awesome yeah. it was pretty badass. Me and Chandra in a Game of Thrones fantasy Game of Thrones league together. Wow, I'm surprised you brought it up. I'm not. Chan's <laughs> winning uh, by a lot. Yeah, by a lot. I, if I was involved in this, I would be winning. Uh, guaranteed. Really? Guaranteed. No. You know well, why? You know why? Because I made the critical first round draft pick of Sir Pounce. Yeah, he drafted the freaking cat, in the, yeah, but then did. drafted every badass woman in the show, mm-hmm. and they all killed people. That's mm-hmm. a lot of points. Yep. You could you could tell that was going to happen based on every every article read where it was like uh uh yeah we've been raping them a lot but like next season we're, uh, we're gonna try and course correct rise of the ladies guys <laughs> am I right Oof. but anyway guys that is a primordial plot the precursor to Jurassic Park episode of GI Joe uh, you guys have any shows coming up this weekend anything you want to plug anything you want to pitch. 
uh, come over to my house to watch Game of Thrones <laughs> on Episode Sunday. two, there it is. My birthday's on Saturday. Yay, everybody. Bye, thanks, Regina. Also, yeah. also uh, make us um, birthday memes for my birthday. G- oh, my G.I. God. G.I. Joe birthday memes. Please, post them on the site. On Saturday, it's official uh, G.I. Mm-hmm. Joe birthday meme uh, 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 for Gina. Yes, do it. Site. We'll give you a shout out on the show. Absolutely. We will show them all on our website. We will reshare all of them. Yeah. Guys, you now have a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, also that other thing where you, uh, you uh, uh, put Chan saying run 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 oh run. yes that too <laughs> God, guys we're asking a lot of you this week help us out we do this for you you step up for us God and if it. you don't do either of those things you at least owe us a five star review on iTunes <laughs> for God's sakes it's the lowest hanging fruit you could do at this point everybody no actually a one star review is oh my God Chan do. stop so it do that instead stop it anyway you can hit us up on uh, Facebook we're facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast or Twitter at G.I. Joe podcast individually on Twitter I am at Almighty Ray I'm at 999 RPMs I'm at Gina and uh, guys, we'll be back next week with a very special guest. I'm just going to say it right now. We're the one we've been mentioning in, in passing over and over again. Yes. Bill Ratner came and talked to me and Chan. Sorry, Gina wasn't yeah. there. Brett Ratner it, came on the it show. It was not everyone's hated director, <laughs> Ta- Brett Ratner. talked about the Academy Awards and his <laughs> controversial stance on gays. And his penis for about 20 <laughs> minutes. No, it was uh, Bill Ratner, voice of Flint, uh, came in studio and talked to us. He, he is a trip. Awesome. He is a dream. Is we'll fantastic. probably cut up his interview into two parts, and uh, and we'll have that for you as well. But, uh, guys, Flint's vacation next week with uh, Bill Ratner. Watch yeah. it. It's great. He's a great dude. Until then, uh, I'm Ray, and uh, dinosaur out. What? <sighs>